tuning in. You're listening to Bloomington Newsmakers. Skip Daly here, along with our featured guest, Matt Alano Martin, who is a local comic and also the co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival. Matt, how have you been? It's good to have you back. I'm good. Thanks for having me back on, Skip. Been very busy and not sleeping very much, but I'm I'm happy. I'm excited. It's that time of the year for you with the Limity Comps, uh, Com- Limestone Comedy Festival. I'm going to get that out one of these days. Limestone Comedy Festival right around the corner. Before we get into all of that, I'd like to get to know Matt Alana Martin a little bit more for our audience. We're going to start off with the question that is on everybody's mind in town. Matt Alana Martin, you spell your first name M-A-T, whereas it's popularly spelled with two T's. Give us the insight and the background on that. Oh, it's there's just, it's not a very interesting story. It's Norwegian abbreviation. Instead of abbreviating with two T's, they abbreviate with one. And so that's, that's it. I'm sorry that there's not a bigger story. I lost the second T in a poker match against Ken Nunn. He was crafty. He, he won fair and square. I gambled that second T on my name. And uh, now he has it. I don't know what he's doing with it, but he has my second T. That was the story I was hoping for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, comedy. You've been uh, a full-time comic for how long now? Uh, So, well, I was going to say probably about 11 years, but uh, none of us are counting 2020 because we all... We all took a time out in 2020, including comedians. And so uh, it wasn't very funny, was it? It wasn't very funny. No, Um, it was. I would say it was actually, you know, we try to find the positives where we can. And it actually was kind of nice to have a break because I spent that year just uh, working at the Boys and Girls Club of Bloomington. I wanted to if I wasn't going to be doing shows and traveling and doing comedy, I wanted to give back to the community. So I worked at the Boys and Girls Club for a year and it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I know that we're here to plug my comedy festival, but really a big shout out to the Boys and Girls Club. Fantastic organization. And I was so proud to work there during the pandemic. Well, we're big supporters of the work that Jeff Baldwin does over there and all of the team and of the Bloomington Boys and Girls Club. Thanks for doing that. And thanks for staying in touch with the community. What does a full-time comedian mean? What you tour around i see i see some marketing from time to time you get out i've seen you doing shows in canada i've seen you doing shows all over the united states are you just constantly on tour it feels like that sometimes and it definitely looks that way on on social media because of the marketing i usually do about 30 weeks a year on the road so i do about 150 shows a year on the road i am home a fair amount of the time but yeah it's it's a lot of travel uh some of that is is very regional which is very easy to you know do shows and Indianapolis or Chicago or Louisville or St. Louis and then come back, come right back home. But sometimes I'm, I'm out for weeks at a time. I recently did a tour of shows from Indiana to Seattle and then flew to Alaska and did more shows and then did shows all the way back. So yeah, it's just a lot of travel and a lot of performing. Were you always funny? Did you always want to be a comedian? I was always pretty funny. You know, I used to do music. That was my main passion as a young man. And I played in a bunch of bands and, and things like that. And I used to always get complimented on my banter, like between songs. I was known as being like the funny guy on stage. And then we would go into the next song. And so when the Comedy Attic finally you know, opened, we finally had a full-time comedy club here in Bloomington. That was the first thing to kind of make me think like, okay, maybe I should try that. And went to one of their open mics and was hooked and then uh, and been doing it ever since. 
And at some point you sat down with Jared from the Comedy Attic, I believe, and yes. you, you kind of put this vision together for a comedy festival. Talk to us about the history of how that really sure. began. Yeah, so the Limestone Comedy Festival, this is our 10th year. And again, it would have been our 11th, but 2020 was the timeout year. I started getting into a few comedy festivals as a comedian, and I would go do them, and there would be things that they did well and things that they didn't do so well. And I was driving back from one of those, and I had like a seven-hour drive to think about things. And I just started building in my head what I thought the better mousetrap would be, right? What's the better comedy festival experience for both the non-famous comedians who are opening up the shows and then also the attendees. And I had a meeting with Jared the next week and I pitched it to him and he was on board and we've been off and running ever since. The first year, we actually spent a year and a half planning it and just building it before the first festival ever happened. So for us, we've actually been in it now for almost 13 years of working on the festival to get to these 10 years now that we've had. So. And what is it that makes the Limestone Comedy Festival better than others or as yeah. good or or however you want to brand this? Well, we are one of the 10 biggest comedy festivals in the country. And on that list, we're the only one that's not in a major city like Denver or San Francisco or Chicago, places like that. Bloomington stands out on that list as being not that big of a city. And so one of the things that we excel at is, you know, we really do treat the comedians as well as we possibly can, including the non-famous ones. We do have big famous headliners like this year. We have Melissa Villasenor from Saturday Night Live and America's Got Talent. She's one of our big headliners. We have Kyle Kinane, who just released a new comedy special and has been a pretty big name in comedy for a long time. But we also have 50 comedians from around the country that are up and coming talents and we are showcasing them along with some other headliners. And I think we do a really good job curating that talent. And we have a good track record of bringing people in as openers who then go on to become pretty big deals. You know, like Janelle James, who's the breakout star of the ABC show Abbott Elementary. She's one of the breakout stars. She was in the first two Limestones as one of those opening comics. Rachel Bloom, who won an Emmy for My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, she came as an opening comic. We have a pretty good track record of getting people, you know, on their way up that maybe haven't been discovered yet and were one of their first stops to being discovered. So I think that's something that we're really good at. And then also, you know, we've kept the prices very reasonable. If you buy a festival badge, you get to go to like 10 different shows and it costs about $8 per show. It's a very cost-effective way to experience a lot of the comedy all at once. So those are two things I think that we do really, really well. So you're talking about variety of different shows that you have. You're in a variety of different venues as well. Talk about the makeup of the Limestone Comedy Fest and how that has also evolved from the first year. I can't imagine you having been in as many different locations physically as you are currently. How has that built up and get to where we are today in the venues that are participating? Sure. So this is by far our biggest year. We have two new venues this year. The Orbit Room and Backspace Gallery have come on board. We're very excited to work with both of them. So we have seven different locations that we have shows in. We have the Buskirk Chumley Theater for the really big shows like Melissa B. Senor. And then we have the Comedy Attic, of course, the Bishop, the Blockhouse, and the Back Door. 
We've had that lineup of those five venues pretty much since the start. The Blockhouse came in a couple of years later, but they weren't open yet. But once they opened up and 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 we saw what a great venue it was, we brought them into the fold. And then again, like this year, to accommodate the growth of the festival, we've we've added in the Orbit Room and Backspace to the mix. And what's great about all of this is all of those venues are within, within a one block radius of each other. So the festival is very walkable. That's a big thing that we like is if you do buy a festival badge and you pick, you're going to go to the early show at the Comedy Attic and then you're going to go to the late show that night at Backspace. It's a quick walk over there. You can stop and grab something to eat on the way from one of the many downtown restaurants. It's just really, from a design standpoint, it's once you're here for the weekend of comedy shows, we keep you busy with a lot of great shows and it's all very easy to get to and from. Right. You said seven venues this year. How many total shows? I'm sure you said it earlier. I we missed have, it. Uh, 30, we have 30 shows over the course of three days. And so, you know, for example, like the Friday 7 p.m. time slot, we have five different shows going that you can pick from. So and the same thing with the nine o'clock spot and, and so forth. Not all the times time spots have that much going on, but the Friday nights are the busiest. And then but Saturday, I think there's actually there might be six shows. There's six shows running Friday, actually, at seven o'clock. So it's a lot to obviously keep track of because I just got it wrong just now. But yeah, but there's a lot of different options. And also the headliners, for the most part, all do multiple shows over the course of the weekend. So you don't have to really pick and choose. Like you, if you really want to see these three comics, you have multiple options. So even if one of the time spots, they're against each other, you can then just pick a different one of their shows. So you still get to see all the headliners that you wanted to see. I'm sure all of that scheduling is, uh, is a big mess, but I'm sure you've created an algorithm through the years, through trial and error and that kind of, or maybe it's not that scientific. I don't know. I'm seeing you laugh right now. <laughs> we just have an AI. We use uh, chat GPT. We let them do it. And, uh, no, uh, we've got a pretty good system. Like, you know, over the 10 years, we've, we've honed it in, but it, it is still a lot. It's a lot of, uh, you know, again, we have like between the 50 comics that come in from around the country, the 10 locals that are in the festival, the headliner, you know, we have like 70 plus comedians that we're scheduling and keeping track of. We have 30 volunteers, you know, and then thousands of attendees. And so it's it's a lot. But, you know, luckily, we got a great team, not only Jared, myself, but also our co-director, Dwight Simmons, who came on board a couple of years ago, has been instrumental. And those volunteers that I mentioned, really amazing as far as we've got volunteers who show up every single year to work the festival for us. And they're old pros. Now we can just throw them in and they hit the ground running. It's really great. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more about the Limestone Comedy Festival. Our guest is Matt Alano Martin. You're listening to Bloomington Newsmakers right here on the South Central Indiana News Network. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. 
we can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan from newborn to 89 years old from term to permanent we'll find what's best for you call us at american senior benefits 812-631-2305 We're back. You're listening to Newsmakers on the South Central Indiana News Network. Skip Daily here. Our featured guest, Matt Alana Martin, professional comic out of Bloomington, Indiana, and the co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival, which is happening imminently the 1st of June until the 3rd of June. Seven different venues right here in Bloomington. Uh, Matt, before our break, you mentioned the thousands of attendees. Talk more about what this comedy festival does in terms of bringing folks downtown. Do you have any kind of breakdown of what numbers are folks from out of town or out of state versus those that are local residents? It's been a few, it's been pre-pandemic since we did any sort of formal study, which we did, I believe in 2019, I think the last year before the pandemic, we did a pretty intensive formal study in conjunction with Visit Bloomington, where we really surveyed how many people were from out of town. And it breaks down to about half and half, about half of our attendees are Monroe County residents. And then the other half come in from surrounding counties and sometimes as far as way as states away. You know, we have we do have some diehard regulars who show up in their RV every year, and I believe that that couple is from Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken, but they've just built it into this weekend that they do every single year. And so it's about half and half. We do draw in a, a decent amount of attendees that are coming in from at least neighboring counties, but oftentimes we're looking at people coming in from Louisville, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Fort Wayne, Lafayette, things like that. So we've got a, a pretty good draw from all the I don't know, I would say within like four hours or so of Bloomington, it's probably where the bulk of those out-of-towners come from. Now, you mentioned earlier that this comedy festival that you and Jared have put together over the last 12, 13 years has blossomed into a top 10 ranked in the country. Do you also get the promoters and the directors of these other festivals coming out to see what it is that you're doing right? And do you collaborate? Is this kind of like a, a network? Uh, it's a very informal network and that we do have uh, the producers of a couple of festivals have been coming regularly to our festival every year for the last couple of years. Very large festival in Denver called High Plains Comedy Festival. Karen, who's the executive director of that, amazing comedy mind and comedy producer. She's been coming out to the festival for a couple of years. Same thing with Bob Edwards out of Minneapolis. He runs a really big festival there called 10,000 Laughs. He's been coming for the last couple of years. And we also attract a certain amount of other types of industry. Like we just confirmed that this year, the director of talent for Peacock, which is NBC's streaming platform, she'll be attending the festival for the first time, which we didn't reach out to any of these people. They reached out to us, which is a very flattering thing because the reputation of the festival is, is such that people hear that it's good. They hear Bloomington's a great town to go spend a weekend in. And so, you know, they reach out and ask if they can come. And of course, we're more than happy to have our, our industry pals come and be part of the festival. Now, you mentioned that there are seven venues this year, and you've gone through some of the names. Uh, the Buzzcrypt Chumley is kind of the, the featured venue. Mention some of the other venues for us so we can make sure they get their due. Sure, yeah. So we also have the Comedy Attic, of course, and then the Bishop Bar, which is usually a music venue. Um, it's located directly below the Comedy Attic. And then we also have the back door and the block house and the block house is more of a music venue. The back door, of course, is like a cabaret, a variety of performances happen there throughout the year.
year. And then this year we've added Backspace Art Gallery, which is traditionally an art gallery. It is an art gallery, but they also have had events like Trash and Refashion there. And uh, they've hosted a couple of Don't Tell comedy shows there over the years. And so we're very excited to be there. And then maybe I'm super happy. I don't know. I'm going to say that I'm most excited because I love all of our venues, but I'm very excited to have the Orbit Room on board as one of our venues this year. I really love that space. I've known Mike, the owner, for a very long time. One of my very first friends I ever met when I moved to Bloomington. And it is a funky little music venue slash pinball bar that is just super cool. And I love going to shows there. So I'm very excited to have some of our comedy shows there this year. And this year, the lineup includes such featured guests as... Yeah, so we have, you know, Kyle Kinane and Melissa Villasenor are our two big main headliners that'll be at the BCT. But we also have Shane Torres, who people may know from, uh, he had a viral clip of one of his appearances on Conan, and he's been on Comedy Central and a million other things, The Tonight Show, things like that. We have Sarah Schaefer, who was the co-host of an MTV talk show with Nikki Glaser for several years and has been a writer on just about every comedy show in the last uh, several years. Uh, she was also a lead writer on The Tonight Show as far as writing segments for them. We've got Deanne Smith, who's an award-winning comedian from Canada, who's been on everything from Last Comic Standing to HBO, all kinds of great stuff. We have Mohanad Al-Shiki, which is a former opening comic who has now worked his way up enough that we can bring him back as a headliner, which is something we always like to do with the festival now that we have this sort of pedigree. Once someone has kind of moved up in the comedy world, as Mohanad has, and he's done, I think also Conan, if I'm not mistaken, back when that was on, and also done some Comedy Central stuff, we always like to try to bring them back as they move up the ranks. Another one of our headliners is Midwest-based comic, Kelly Collette. Similar story, Kelly has come to the festival as an opener before, but she released a dry bar special last year that got over a million views. She's became the first stand-up comedian to work with the National Parks system of America. She was an artist in residence at Acadia National Park last year, uh, where she wrote jokes about trees, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out <laughs> during her sets. And then our final headliner is Calvin Evans, who's a fantastic comedian out of Chicago, who has been on everything from Kevin Hart's uh, LOL Network to dramatic series like Chicago PD, Sherman Showcase on IFC, uh, Shameless on Showtime, just a very deep resume. All of them super hilarious, great, and different styles of comedy, too. That's what we like is Calvin is a very different type of comedian than Sarah. Mohammed is a very different type of comedian than Melissa. Uh, we've got all kinds of great styles of comedy for everybody. Does the comedy festival this year have anyone that is local? Oh, yes. We always have at least 10 local comedians in the festival because we do a special showcase called The Blooming 10 because, you know, you got to you got to work those puns in as much as you can. And those are 10 of the best and brightest of our local comedy scene. They have that special showcase show and then they also are hosting the shows throughout the festival and our Blooming 10 this year. Some familiar faces, people that have been in it for a few years now, like Bob Nugent, Emily Davis, Jan Goditis, Neil Meyer, Jonas Schrote. Zach Rohde. And then we've also got a bunch of newbies, people that maybe last year was their first year or this is their first year. And those include uh, Eric Hook, Aaron Depke, Joey Cerrone, Mohammed Sahir, and Natalie Bainter. Those will be 10 locals. And then we also have another two locals that are in the features field that are doing longer sets that were selected by the review panel alongside with all of these submissions from around the world. And that includes Mark Bookwalter and Shanda Song. So we've got local representation at different levels there in the festival. 
caught you saying around the world? Do you have submissions literally from around the world? We do. We often get quite a few from Canada as well, but we've gotten some from the UK as well. Uh, last year, we did have a comedian come in from the UK to perform at the festival, which was, you know, we have the headliners that we book and that we work with agents and that we pay. And then we select those 50 comedians that are invited are from submissions. They're just open submissions and anyone can submit to the festival. And we get about 550 submissions each year. That's for- impressive. Yeah, for these 50 spots. And so it's very competitive now, particularly as the reputation of the festival has gotten where it is. Um, I don't mean this as some sort of flex or anything, but it's not unusual now for us to get submissions that are people's Tonight Show set or their Comedy Central stand-up clip or, you know, like the level of comedians that are submitting now just to come do the festival has definitely gotten really really high. And so it's incredibly competitive. So the people that we bring in every single year, just they're killer. They're the best of the best. So we're always excited. June 1st to June 3rd, you've mentioned the venues, you've mentioned the the entertainers. Talk about how folks can come out and support this comedy festival and attend the seven different venues. Yeah, we have a lot of different options. You know, I've mentioned the badges a couple of times, but we also have single tickets available too, because obviously not everybody can come for all three days. You know, you've got kids, you got a pickleball, you got a lot going on in your life, you know? So if you can only go to a show or two, you can always buy a single ticket. All the tickets and badges are available through our website, which is limestonefest.com. And you can also see the headshots and bios of every single comedian performing. You can see the overall schedule, get a good sense of it. And all the ticketing also, if you are not, you know, the best at the internet, you don't want to buy tickets over the internet, you can always do that at the BCT box office too. They're our exclusive ticketing partner. So anytime that you would want to stop by the BCT box office or call in, you can get tickets that way. I do want to say before we wrap this up, I do have to give a shout out to our sponsors. Festival like this is only possible with the support of sponsors. And we're very happy to say that we only work with local companies through the entire history of the festival. We've only worked with locals. And, you know, we're very proud to work with Cook Medical, Shine Insurance, Bloomington Brewing Company, Cardinal Spirits, Mother Bear's Pizza, Hopscotch Coffee, Brown County Winery, Lambert Consulting, The Atlas, and Jonas Schrote Enterprises, along with Visit Bloomington, who aren't a sponsor, but they are invaluable. The knowledge and support of uh, Mike McAfee and his team there at Visit Bloomington from day one. Like from the minute we started this thing, they were on board and helping us get going. So since we're in our 10th year now, it feels appropriate to especially shout them out. Most of those sponsors I listed, we've had for several years. We've been very lucky to have the support of these great, great local organizations. I'll go ahead and give you the mic one more time. What's your pitch? We we branded this very cockily, I guess, the greatest weekend of your life. We started calling it that the first year uh, as a marketing thing. And we got a lot of people who say that it is. It's the highlight of their year. It's three days of nonstop laughs and running around and seeing all these cool venues. And it's the best. Who doesn't want to kick off summer by having a bunch of laughs and drinks and great food and, and community? It's really the best way to start summer in Bloomington, in my opinion. Well, I suppose following up the greatest spectacle in racing, you could have a back-to-back weekend with the greatest weekend of your life. Up the ante, go ahead and attend June 1st to the 3rd in multiple venues here in downtown Bloomington, Indiana, the Limestone Comedy Festival, 
in its 10th year of operation. That's right. Big 10 going on this year. You can find out more information at that URL one more time. It's limestonefest.com. Limestonefest.com. Check them out. Don't forget to also find Matt Alano Martin on social media. He self promotes his shows, and sometimes you're taking a break from your 30 weeks across the globe and you are performing here in town yourself, here and there, correct? That is correct. Yeah. I don't have anything on the schedule right now coming up, but I do normally headline the Comedy Attic once a year, and it's always a good time. And I bring some of my favorite comics from around the Midwest to come and, and open for me when I do that. So, yes, you can follow me on all the social medias. It's just my name, Matt Alano Martin. And uh, there is a, only that one T because of Ken Nunn. He stole, Nunn stole, he won. He won my second T of my first name, fair and square. And was I, it, I, I probably shouldn't was say it Queens over threes. Did he have that full house? Is that what it sure. was? Yes. We'll keep, we'll keep going with that. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't know why I picked the, the, the famous lawyer. I could have picked a non-lawyer famous person. <laughs> I could have said it was John Mellencamp. Uh, so we'll just say allegedly, he allegedly beat me in a poker match. And then I think I'm all good. Right. I think that does it. And next time you come on, we're going to have to talk about pickleball because you kind of alluded to the fact that you're a pickleball master. I've never played. I just know it's very popular. I know that it's it's like sweeping the country now. Friends and some acquaintances that are super into it. So maybe, I don't know, you and I next episode will do a live episode. The two of us playing this pickleball game uh, for the first time each? Yes, exactly. I think they'll be your highest rated show ever. I think I, there, there might be, there might be uh, 16 people listening to that one. <laughs> All right. Good luck with the festival and best of luck with the rest of your tour that you'll be picking up afterwards. We always value having you on. Matt Lano Martin, thanks for joining us today. And thanks to our sponsors. This was Bloomington Newsmakers right here on your South Central Indiana News Network. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.